0: What's the difference between a narcissist and a psychopath? Are they different? Do they look different? What does it actually look like? Okay, I want to be able to walk through this aspect because I've had many people be like, wait a second, is that narcissism or is that psychopath? Like, like is the the antisocial personality disorder? Is it narcissistic personality disorder? Which one actually is it? Is there a difference? How do they cross over? So today we're going to talk through narcissistic personality disorder. Then we're going to talk about antisocial. Then we're going to talk about the similarities. Then we're going to talk about the differences and give a couple tips on how to deal with them. Okay, so if you're ready to dive in, uh, we're going to go in just a second. Uh, But first and foremost, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, self or narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. If there's anything we can do to try to help not just your awareness, but other people's awareness, share the news, spread the message. If you haven't already, subscribe, like, rate, review, and send this video to someone else who might be struggling with wondering if they're dealing with a narcissist or if they're dealing with a psychopath. We can help you at any any level of any state. If you want to work with me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. You can grab a one-on-one there. We can see if you'd be a good fit for some of our communities. Or you can just go to escapetoxicity.com to be able to like start off. like let me do the seven-day challenge, see what this is all about, see if the style of teaching works, how it can actually help me grow, change, and develop. Okay, all right, that's it. Moving on. So when we talk about this aspect of narcissism and a psychopath or antisocial personality disorder, one of the things we're going to do first is just define what they are, okay? I'm not going to go through all the diagnostic traits or what they look like, but just give an overview. We'll have to do a different video on the actual like traits individually. so first off npd right narcissistic personality disorder this majority of times is characterized by this aspect of self-importance like i'm the best i'm the biggest person in the room i'm the one that everybody else should be worshiping following all this kind of stuff like it like all to the narcissist right and this typically starts off by this inflated sense of ego like I'm better than everyone, I know better than everyone, I'm smarter than everyone, and then you have different, like, diversities of it, so you have the grandiose, it's like, I'm better than everyone, and you have the covert, that's more like, oh, I'm more humble than everyone, and like, trying to hide it a little bit, but it's still centered around the same person, okay, this, this centering around the same person oftentimes bleeds into this piece of a need for admiration. Like, I need you to pay attention to me. I need you to give me pity. I need you to focus on me. I need you to text me 24-7. I need you. All these different pieces. And you start to feel the pressure of this. You're like, how do I even keep up with this? Because it's constant need of like attention and validation. Then you bring into another piece of the lack of empathy. Okay, where a narcissist doesn't care about you. They don't care about other people. And you're like, they're crying. And you're like, why won't you even understand? He just sits there like a log. You're like, don't you even care? And he's like, of course I care. But then nothing actually happens. You're like, wait a second. This doesn't, doesn't make sense, okay? narcissists oftentimes will seek validation, admiration from other people around them, regardless of who it is. So if you're not giving them the level of attention that they want, then they're just going to go find it from someone else. And like oftentimes being manipulative in the relationship, outside of the relationship. But the whole aspect is just to maintain a mask like a sense of self-image, a way of like looking of like, I'm a good person. So I need to make sure people think and see that I'm a good person. Okay. When we talk about this, there's all different other aspects of it, of them being personally exploitative, of the manipulation, of the the, the idea of like being special. There's a lot of different pieces with it. Okay. But overall, in general, like that's a brief overview. Okay. Then we step into the aspect of psychopathy. Okay, and this would be antisocial personality disorder. When we talk about antisocial, it's, it's one of the four, four um, items that are inside the cluster B category. So you have antisocial, you have histrionic, you have borderline, and you have narcissistic personality disorder. Now, this one is a little bit different because it's marked by a pervasive pattern of disregard for the rights and the feelings of others. Sounds a lot like narcissism, right? This would be a little bit more taking it more to extreme. Okay, so it's not just saying, hey, this is narcissism, but it's like, nope, this is just a pattern of complete disregard of like, you don't even exist in my world. You don't even matter. Okay, oftentimes this takes it to a whole nother level. So I would say like narcissism and then continue forward on the spectrum. We'd get into sociopath. Okay, because when we talk about this piece of like dealing with a psychopath, how it actually looks, how it actually shows up on a day to day basis, they start to exhibit different behaviors. that are even more deceitful and more manipulative. You're like, wait a second, I thought it was like super manipulative anyways, being with a narcissist. Yes, and a lot of narcissists are manipulative. A lot of narcissists have lots of different lies, but psychopaths, sociopaths, and how they actually show up on a day-to-day basis, like those are actually moving into it being very, very intentional. Like, I'm going to plan this out. I'm going to figure out how I can get this result. I'm going to do this step-by-step to get this person to this result or to get what I want out of them. Okay, more deceitful and and more not caring, more manipulative in how they do it. Now, to, to be fair, narcissists are that way too a lot of times, right? Like you're just like, wait, I think you're like saying the same thing. The difference a lot of times is with a sociopath, a lot of times you have it more planned. Like you have it more scripted out. Like this is what I'm going to do, right? Like they know this is what I'm going to do. For narcissists, a lot of times it's knee-jerk. Okay. It's just like, oh, this happened. Lie. Oh, this happened. Lie. Oh, this happened. Manipulate. Oh, this happened. Gaslight. Like, like, it's very much like reactionary. Okay. It's just over a period of time. It gets really, really smooth when someone does it so much that it's just, it just feels like second nature. OK, um, you also have like this piece of like little remorse, like there's they don't really care about what's going on. OK, very much the same. And oftentimes the, the other piece of it that's kind of sets them apart a little bit is engaging in impulsive and reckless actions. So not just going to like a certain level, but being like blatant disregard for like rules or laws or different things that are like, you're not supposed to do that. It's like, nope, don't care. Impulsive, reckless, just doing whatever they really want. OK, now you might have this where they crosses over and it looks the same of like, hey, there's a lack of empathy toward other people. But then a lot of times you will take it to another level of where that person's engaging in criminal activities. OK, not caring, not thinking anything about it, of just like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. OK, they're really skilled a lot of times in deceiving others for personal gain of like, let me try to do whatever I can to manipulate this conversation, to manipulate this person to get what I want out of them. OK, so you see a lot of people in the criminal world that look like this or act like this because this is what the tendency. OK, so some of the similarities, we already kind of touched on some of these. There's a lot of crossover. OK, the, the one of the easiest ways to explain it would be when you're thinking of this aspect of narcissism, think of it on a spectrum. Think of it as you start off, you've got people that have traits of narcissism. They just have pieces of it. Then you have people that are diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Then you past that you would have sociopath. Past that, you would have psychopath. Okay. So the reason why I just give it in that idea would be that psychopaths are narcissists. Okay. But all narcissists are not psychopaths or sociopath. Okay. So it kind of steps up in its intensity and in what that, in what it's actually doing um, to that person and to other people. Okay, so uh, a couple of things that are similar, inflated sense of self, uh, lack of empathy, like that's a big one of like, don't care about other people, don't connect with other people, can't put myself in other people's shoes, like that kind of thought process is like right there. Okay, they're still going to go around the same route, typically of exploiting other people, trying to get personal gain from another person, engaging in manipulation, gaslighting, future faking, different things, all to be able to help control like to control the narrative, to control what's around them, to control the person, all those things. The whole goal is like, what is the end goal? How do I achieve that with being able to control the people? Like, well, I can do this by stepping on these different people. I can do this by putting these people down. I can do this by trying to make this person feel less than and doing all these different things to try to gain trust along the way so that they're like, oh, see, this is where I am. sucks for you. And they continue to move on. Okay. Now, a couple of the differences between narcissists and, and, and um, sociopaths. Okay. Um, well, narcissists, sociopaths, psychopaths, they share a lot of traits that are similar. And there's like a couple differences and a lot of it is more underlying motivations and behavior. So when it comes onto to it, it's not like you're going to be like, oh, that person wears a red scarf. So they're a narcissist. That person wears an orange scarf. So they're a psychopath. Like you're not like nah, it's They're too similar. OK, so a lot of times it's going to be more of the motivation, the things that are underneath that are actually driving them versus like an outward behavior that you're going to be like, yep, I know exactly who you are. OK, so think of it this way. Narcissists oftentimes are driven by this need of validation, and admiration, whereas psychopaths are a lot of times um, primarily like, motivated by achieving desires, goals, regardless of how it actually hurts other people. Okay, so it's a little bit different, but they kind of crisscross. Okay, so I understand that it's a little confusing With, with this piece of it, too. I want to kind of point out that I mentioned earlier that like a lot of times narcissists are focused more like on the immediate of like, this is what I want now. This is what I need to do now, where a psychopath might be more like, let's go ahead and plan this out a little bit like this is my end goal. This is how I'm going to manipulate it. This is how I'm going to get it. This is how I'm going to make sure I actually get to be like where I want to be, regardless of what happens with other people. Okay. Like this could be, you're going to see this a lot of times with a narcissist of getting really volatile when they get threatened. Okay. When the image of what they're putting out there is threatened, like you're like, wait a second, I'm starting to see something's different. The psychopath might remain super calm. They might be unaffected by external circumstances because it's part of either their plan or the thought process of like, this is where I'm going. Like, I don't really care what you think about me. This is where I'm going. So like there's different pieces of that. So Question of it is okay, what do we actually do about this? How do we actually deal with it? And and the cool thing is it's kind of the same way because a lot of it comes down to your own personal boundaries of what you actually set so that you don't get sucked into a toxic relationship so you can actually get out of a toxic relationship. It comes back to how do you like you actually setting firm boundaries, prioritizing your self-care, seeking support, like working with people that understand the nuances and pieces of it so that you can start to step into your power of who you actually are into your freedom of like understanding, hey, this is who I am. I'm not going back to this toxicity. I'm not staying with this. But you have to be able to work through this process of setting healthy boundaries so that you don't go back or so that you don't stay with this person long term. If we can help with that, we'd love to be able to help you. You can go to escapetoxicity.com to start off on the seven day challenge for $7 just to understand and start that process, start understanding how we actually break things down. Uh, or we'd love to be able to work with you one-on-one. You can go to realminnovations.com. We'd love to talk to you there and see if you'd be a good fit for some of the communities that we have that are currently growing and thriving, helping people learn and grow after narcissistic abuse.